taking the 16's personalities test as Joel Barber, who is my character from my Tapas graphic novel, The Book of Joel. Links are all in the description. So let's start looking at the test. And the first question is, you regularly make new friends. Does Joel regularly make new friends? No, of course not. So I'm going to put him here. He's not that extreme. He does talk to people. So I guess it depends on your definition of what a friend is. But I guess he would just see it as an acquaintance, but other people would see it as friends. Okay, so the next question is, you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. Does Joel do that? Yes. But he is not as curious as Sam in some aspects because he doesn't really take an interest as, as in as many things as Sam does. But he does take a lot of interest in psychological topics, which Sam doesn't really focus on. Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry. Disagree? You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Yes, Joel's very organized. You usually stay calm, even under a lot of pressure. Yes. At social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know, of course. That's typical of Joel. You prefer to completely finish one project before starting another, probably. You are very sentimental. I don't know, because on the inside he is, but on the outside he's not. So maybe here, I think here. You like to organize, you, use, you like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists. No, Joel has it in his head. Does it count if it's in his head? Give you this. Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. He was like this as a teen, but not so much now, so no. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. No. You are, too interest you are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analyses of creative works. Disagree. He's very interested. You are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. Yes. You usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. Disagree. He's very organized. You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he worries anymore. Like as a teen, he did. You enjoy participating in group activities. Disagree, he hates them. You like books and movies that hate make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending. Yes, Joel is all about open-endedness because he thinks life is open-ended. Your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish things than your own accomplishments. Disagree. He's not going to just help anyone, unless they're very close to him. Then I guess it matters. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. Disagree. You are prone to worrying about things that will take a turn for the worse. Yeah, that's true. He's very pessimistic. You avoid leadership roles in group settings. He's neutral. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. Yeah, he's not artistic. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings. Absolutely. You prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. Yes. You enjoy watching people argue. Of course. He, he was part of debate club in high school. You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Yes. Your mood can change very quickly. Not really, but I guess sometimes 
You lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you, definitely. You often end up doing things at the last possible moment. No. You, you have always been fascinated by the question of what if anything happens after death. No, because he's a he's someone who doesn't believe in religion anymore. And he thinks it's a pointless question that you know we humans can never quite answer. So he would rather not think about those questions. You usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Disagree, it's the opposite way around. You become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. Disagree. You find it easy to empathize with a person whose differences, whose experiences are very different from yours. Not really. You usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible. Disagree. You rarely second-guessing choices that you have made. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is just what you need. Absolutely not for Joel. You enjoy going to art museums. You in, you often have a hard time enjoying, you have a hard time understanding other people's feelings, agree. You like to have a to-do list for every day in his inside his head. You rarely feel insecure. You avoid making phone calls. No, I mean, why would he avoid them? He has to make them. You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. Yeah, I guess he does because, you know, he likes to play the devil's advocate a lot. In your social circle, you are often the ones who you, you are often the one who contacts your friends and initiates activities. Disagree. If your plans are interrupted, your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible. Yes. You are still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. Yeah, Joel's kind of sensitive. You rarely contemplate the reason for human existence or the meaning of life disagree he always thinks about it your emotions control you more than you control them disagree you take great care not to make people look bad even when it's completely their fault no he's kind of an asshole sometimes and he wants to embarrass certain people he doesn't like and he thinks deserves it your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts no He's very organized. When someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. Yeah, he always thinks about that. You would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Yes, and that's what he does as a bookkeeper. You believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time. No, he always thinks about it. You feel more dr drawn to places with busy, bustling atmospheres than quiet, intimate places. He's, he likes quiet, intimate places. You know at first glance how someone is feeling. No, I think he's sort of dense. You often feel overwhelmed. Yes. You complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. No, he will skip steps if it's needed. You are very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. Yes. You would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed it more. No, I think it's neutral. I think it depends on who it is. But generally speaking, he's not close with anyone. So this probably wouldn't even crop up. You struggle with deadlines. No, he's very good at them. You feel confident that things will work out for you. No, he's very pessimistic. So he is the INTJ, the architect. He is 89% introverted, which makes sense. 
energy. He is intuitive. It's interesting because he's basically me, but introverted. I'm ENTJ and he's INTJ. Nature, this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. He's thinking. I think I have a similar percentage as him. Tactics, this trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. Judging and identity, he's very turbulent. This trait undermines, underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So he's not. So he's 49% assertive, but he's pretty much 51% turbulent. So he's just a tiny bit more turbulent than he is assertive. Okay, let's look at his introduction. We can't read all of it. But I will link this in the description so you guys can read it in detail, but I will summarize parts of it. It can be lonely at the top, as one of the rarest personality types and one of the most capable. Architects, INTJs, know this all too well. Rational and quick-witted, architects pride themselves on their ability to think for themselves, not to mention their uncanny knack for seeing right through phoniness and hypocrisy. This is totally Joel. But because their minds are never at rest, architects may struggle to find people who can keep up with their nonstop analysis of everything around them. This is totally him. A pioneering spirit. He questions everything. He wants to be successful, not just inventive, single-minded drive through their work, strong independent streak. That's true. He does feel very deeply, even though... You know, he does have a stoic intellect. Thirst for knowledge, that's very true. So social frustrations, they are not known for being warm and fuzzy. They prioritize rationality and success. They'd rather be rights than popular. Oh, this is so Joel. Oh my God, this may explain why so many fictional villains are modeled on this personality type. Chess, game of life. Relying on strategy rather rather than chance. Let's look at romantic relationships because of the Malka thing. Caution in love is perhaps the most fatal to true happiness. Oh gosh, poor Joel. Alas, love is rarely rational and arts are at risk of overlooking or misinterpreting the unpredictability of human nature and affection. And that's why he wants to avoid it completely. Thank you, Joel. Those of dating. Yes, Joel just doesn't care. Social niceties. <laughs> yeah, unlike Sam, he doesn't like them. And he just doesn't want to care about social niceties. Many romantic conventions exist for a reason, often because they make people feel comfortable. But Joel doesn't really want to make people comfortable. Exactly. Until that point, when they realize the purpose of romantic rituals, they may decide dating is too irrational or beneath them. Some people with this personality type may claim to be above the silliness to demonstrate their superiority. Of course, this is this makes them hard to find a partner. Sometimes architects' best strategy is to focus on what they enjoy rather than struggle against the rules of dating. Uh, ironically, people with this personality type are often most attractive when they aren't caught up in trying to be, just doing what they do best can help their confidence and intelligence shine. Isn't known for conventional shows of romance, such as writing mushy notes. They think 
They spend more time thinking about love than expressing it. But when they believe that a relationship has potential, they are more than capable of giving it their all. Okay, that is very realistic. And this is totally Joel. And a healthy long-term relationship is pretty much guaranteed to take architects out of their comfort zone at some point. Emotions can feel like a second language to him. When their partner shares sh strong feelings, their default is to shut down or analyze the situation. Oh my god, this is point for point, Joel, rather than simply listening and offering support. And when it's time for architects to share the inner workings of their hearts, they may feel uncomfortable and exposed. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of practice. Okay, let's quickly see what kind of friend he is. I can't go through the whole thing because this is going to be so long, but let's see. Sharply witted and darkly funny, INTJs aren't everyone's cup of tea. They aren't obsessed with being popular. That's true. An intellectual match. That's true. That's why he wants to do the verbal jousting with people at debate club. They care about depth and quality. They'd rather have just a good few friends than a large circle of acquaintances. A unique friendship. That's true. Parenting often requires mastering new skills and developing cognitive flexibility. Age-appropriate ways to foster their children's independence. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, take pride in being com in command of their feelings, and they might consciously or subconsciously expect their children to do the same. But this expectation isn't reasonable. Emotions may be confusing and chaotic, but they're perfectly normal, and children need validation and support to navigate them. Architects try to make sure that their children are prepared to deal with anything that life throws at them. Parents with this personality type have a talent for reframing challenges at learning opportunities. That's true. I think he would be that kind of father. For architects, the dream is to raise a competent adult who knows their own mind and solves their own problems. Perfect. How about career? They are rarely satisfied by work that feels easy or comfortable. Early career blues demand progress and evolution. So maybe Joel will have to move beyond that tiny little storeroom in the grocery store. You know, he might have to actually take on something bigger eventually once he gets out of his rut. Armed with powerful intellects and strategic minds, INTJ personalities can outmaneuver obstacles that seem unbeatable to most. So yeah. So it seems like Joel is an INTJ A or INTJ uh, T. I think he was a T, yeah. So what's the difference? Let's see. So he's a turbulent, fueled by their worries and concerns, and these can be used to make significant process. They can see problems and sometimes find solutions long before others. Turbulent architects are moved forward in life to a greater degree by their concerns, worries, and how others may see them. 
they are often more willing to change intentionally than their assertive cousins. Yet they are less adventurous as well. Assertive architects are more motivated from within, and their inspiration to act is based on confidence in their rationality. Right. Yeah, Joel, he's not that assertive. That makes a lot of sense. Great. So yeah, thanks for joining, guys. And we are going to be doing more of these um, 16 personalities quizzes for my characters, as well as some other people's characters.